Hey Zen friends, welcome to Crazy Zen Life. I'm your host, Brittany Swan. And I'm your host, Shannon Kessler. Join us as we navigate life on and off our yoga mats. This is a podcast about mom life, boss life, and body life. Real conversations about self-discovery and the journey of becoming more mindful in this crazy Zen life. Brittany, I have a, I have a question for you. I'm going to start off with a question today. This is dangerous. It is. You know why it's dangerous? Because it's, you can go so many different ways. (laughs) You just answered my question with a question. (laughs) You haven't heard my question yet. Okay. Okay. Have you ever, have you you ever been in the middle of overreacting and you realize, shit, I don't even want to be overreacting about this right now, but you're committed to throwing the overreaction fit. And now you, you live there. You're like, well, now I'm here. I'm committed. I now must overreact as best I can. In the Zen relationship we have together, I am the more reactive person <laughs> of them. I'm quick to react, so mm-hmm. yes. And then once I react, I'm like, well, now I live here. Mm-hmm. And and I had to not be a phony, so I can't back down. I'm like, Tom Petty! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I carry it out. I do say I carry it out beautifully. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, the other day, we were having dinner... And I made dinner for the family, and it was kind of early because it's a, on a, a swim night. And when it's swim night, we have to eat dinner a little bit early because then they get home really late from swim, and they don't. It's just a thing; you can't eat too it's late. A so we're having dinner, and they're, the girls were just like, "This isn't what I wanted," and and they're just bitching. And I was like, "You know what? I'm out. I've had it." And I I take my dinner and my glass of wine, and I go and I sit in my office. But here's the thing: hey, I'm not even hungry because it's like 5:04, and I'm like, "Fuck." And the, the sun at 5 o'clock in my office is so hot. And there's And it, it, it's just right at eye level, and I can't get away from it no matter where I'm trying to position myself. And then I'm like, I don't even want to be mad right now. Like, I, I really would like to go sit with my family, but I can't because I've made such a stink. I have to carry out my stink. And now I'm sitting in my sweaty office by myself, unhappy that I'm alone and pretending to be hungry, which I'm not. Yeah. So I'm like, well... You can't walk your sad plate back into the kitchen with your tail tucked between your legs. No. 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 What kind of example would that (laughs) have my children? What kind of... We're not vulnerable here. No. (laughs) We live. (laughs) I'm like... We now live here. Right. So it just... It made me... I mean, I got into the office and I was like... I just laughed. I was like, well, now you're an asshole (laughs) and you're going to be sitting by yourself being an asshole in your office. My favorite, and I'm just going to tell you this really quickly. Okay, please do. Is my favorite thing to do is to slam a door sometimes. Mm. But but you hate having a door slammed. Yes. Oh, yes. I've seen you lose lose it. my mind. <laughs> You've lost it here when kids Did have slammed a door at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I love to slam a door. Yes. But my doors aren't good slamming doors, <laughs> so I just want one good slamming door in my house. Like, the garage door, like, I always want to slam it, and it doesn't slam quite right. It's, like, it, like, has so much fierceness, but then it stops, like, right before. I'm like, no! Like, I always want to walk out the door and, like, slam it like a movie. Mm-hmm. I've never gotten that. Oh. I want to come over to your house and slam your I've doors. I've got great door slams. <laughs> but if you notice, we don't have a lot of things hanging in our walls <laughs> for that reason. Because when you do slam said doors, shit falls off the wall in a hot second. I have broken many a picture frames. From having an overreactive door slam. And I'm like, 
Ooh, wait a You know what? Damn it. Now it's going to cost me more money to have this fit. Shit. <laughs> and then the infamous baby gate, which, by the way, I get stopped at Target the other day. Someone said, did Shannon really kick the baby gate through the wall? I was like, she did. I did. Like a fierce soccer player going I mean, for the at the World Cup. I did play four years of soccer. Actually, five. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Very strong right quad. <laughs> We have another strong woman in here today. We do have a strong woman in here today. We have Allie Martin, who is the Chief Brand Officer at Fame and Fortune, which she's going to dive into in a minute. And she also has a super badass podcast called Selfish Podcast. So welcome, Allie, to the party, ladies. I love having fellow podcasters on on because I get it. They're like, oh, okay. We're part of a tribe. Yeah, we really are. Have you ever had an overreactive moment where Mm. in the midst you're like, I don't want to be here. But here I am. You can't turn back. I am going immediately to the story that my parents always remind me of when I was a senior in high school. That last summer vacation before you go to college and you're off on your own. We went to the Biltmore, which is lovely now. But when you're a senior in high school, not so much. So boring. (laughs) And they actually gave you headphones to listen to a guided tour. And the last thing I wanted to do was put on headphones and walk around an old building for hours. And so I threw a little bit of a fit. But then I was forced to walk through this building with everyone else on the tour with no headphones. And so couldn't hear what was going on. was just completely bored, way more bored than I would have been if I had had the headphones on. Um, so it was like trying to get my sister to tell me like little bits of what was going on. And so at the end of it, it was like, okay, I probably should have not done that. But in the moment, you got to just go with it. And so I walked around that house like I did not care one bit about being there or what was going on. But you own it. So you made the choice like I'm not putting on the mm-hmm, headphones. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. And then everybody else is walking around like bebopping around like yep. yeah that's cool yeah. and you're like oh man. They're like oh there's a secret door there. I'm like wait what? Wait, no wait, no wait. I don't care. <laughs> no. I don't care about that. Yeah. I don't care about your door. I need to be at the beach more. right now. Right. Not staring at all this history. It's crazy. <laughs> Eye rolls for days. Now I would like like take me there like, now. I, I know, know right? Like I'm trying to go I have a winery now yeah. and everything. No. <laughs> it's great. Uh, hey, Dad, call but not when you're 18. I no. mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Your last trip. No. Where'd you, um, where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? I grew up in Shelbyville and okay. then went to Western Kentucky University and got a degree in broadcast journalism and had my own radio show on the college radio station, Revolution 91.7. Woo! Um, and uh, Do you have I a radio lo- voice? Yeah, I, she, totally. Like, it goes down like a whole octave, like, Revolution 91.7. This is Alley Cat hanging out with you today. Like, just, like, whole nother world. So yes. great. <laughs> I love you tapped into it, too. Yeah, yeah. I love um, that your radio name was Alley Cat, Alley Cat, yeah. Duh. Just genius. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, that was so fun, too. Like, you have, like, the random call, like, once a day. Like, can you play this song for me? Like, <laughs> yes, I can. Because I'm a radio DJ. <laughs> What? Um, so I um, was told in school, though, that you will not make any money doing broadcast journalism. And everyone in my class was like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, cool. And then we went on about it because we were like, no, we love this. This is what we want to do. You can't tell me that, it, you know. This I is my care. passion. So then we all get out of school and try to get jobs. And we're like, <laughs> excuse me, what? 
<laughs> so I quickly um, turned my path to public relations and moved to Lexington um, after college and worked for Alltech during their sponsorship of the World Equestrian Games. So they're an animal nutrition company. And it really like sparked a career on a very high note because I was setting up press conferences for 1200 international media and I just thought that's what you did every day in public relations and so to now know that like no they they can have press conferences with three right. media from Louisville <laughs> and that's just as beneficial um but that was kind of really where I um got started and um worked my way through other public relations roles in Lexington and then moved to Louisville whenever I got married about four years ago. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, that's really fun. So recently you have started your own business. Can Mm -hmm. you tell us more about that? Yes. So um, in a quest of public relation career jobs, um, I was laid off and I was laid off twice actually in the span of a year. And there's a lot of like deep depression and second guessing yourself that goes on when that happens. Um, even though 150 other people could be laid off the same day that you are Mm -hmm. like, you still are like, what did I do wrong? Why did it happen to me? And, um, in a quest to find a new job, I just really didn't feel like anything fit and everything, nothing felt like the right move for me. And I wanted it to be the right fit because I was tired of changing jobs, um, every year. So, um, it just really evolved. I never thought I would be a business owner. Um, my husband owns his own business and I helped him start that about three years ago. And I kind of thought that's enough. I can have the the steady nine to five and you can have your own business and I can help you whenever you need help, but that's not for me. Um, but it really just evolved. Um, I had a couple of clients that I'd kept on, um, all tech being one of them as, um, helping them on the side. Um, just freelance style kind of for the last few years and said to them, hey, if you have more projects for me, like load me up. And then I had a couple other companies I'd worked with and said, hey, if you need help with this, let me know. And soon enough, I was making what I was making before. And I thought, oh, so like I can do this and like don't have to find another job. And this is really fun. And I actually get to work with the people that I enjoy working with and am passionate about helping them grow their business. So um, it just, I'm blown away still that I get to do this and um, call it a career. Um, But it it really found me. I didn't seek after it. It really just came to me and, and it is a natural fit. Oh, but it was after being laid off. So what did you learn from that? Like, was there just like some, some self-talk you were giving yourself and just like, Brittany, okay, let's move forward. It still is amazing to me because I remember driving away, um, from getting that last layoff notice, um, driving home in tears and said out loud to God, like, use me. However, you're, whatever this is a part of my story, make it happen. Because like, I can't see it right now, and I know that there is something because I've been through it before, so I knew that there was happiness on the other end. Um, I loved at that first time it happened, people would say, maybe I'll find something better. And I'm like, there isn't anything better. But there was. Mm-hmm. It was something I enjoyed more. And so then the next time when people were like, you might find something better. I'm like, no, I won't. Like, this it's, was perfect. It's like yeah. just makes you so angry when people yeah. like suggest that because you're like, you don't know what I had. Um, but then I did. So it's just amazing that you can be going through something that does make you second guess yourself and makes you just takes you to the lowest of lows. Um, but then you get to the other side. It's like hindsight is twenty twenty. 
Like, I just wish I had known what I was going to be going down. But you have to just trust in that moment that this is part of your story and part of your plan and just keep your eye on the prize. That's the thing for me. I could have let that negative self-talk get to me and get me down and and not make me motivated to reach out to companies and reach out for networking. Um, Because in that moment, you just want to stay in bed. You just want to be in bed alone and just be depressed and... But I, I really used that fuel to um, get out and meet with people and meet with businesses and really develop this into what it was. I mean, again, I didn't know that that's what it was going to be. I just mm-hmm. wanted to keep making those connections and kind of keep um, being out there. But it really did. It developed into what it was supposed to be. So I just ha- kept that eye on the prize and kept that focus. And that's what led me to to be able to to make this what it is today. Yeah. Well, since you're like a one-woman show as of right now, yeah. um, it is your shifts can be nimble and they can be quite quick mm-hmm. and you can kind of think on your feet, which has given you like the freedom to kind of explore like, okay, I can do that too. Yeah. Oh, I can do that too. Yes. Because it's you. Yes. And you're like, okay, let's go. That's such a good point because I think so many people think that they, okay, this is what I said I was going to do. So you so have that's, to hold too. That's what I have to stay with. And... Um, But gosh, I just met with somebody actually this morning and they said, do you have the ability to do video edits? And I was like, well, yeah, I do. I mean, because again, I came from a broadcast journalism degree where we were taught to do these video edits. Am I doing that for anybody else right now? No. But can I do it for her? Sure. So yes, I can add those things to my plate and figure out maybe I enjoy doing that a lot. So maybe I can grow that and do that some more. Um, So there is a lot of freedom and flexibility with it, which if you look at it in a positive light and say like, oh, wow, I get to do all this cool stuff, um, then it can be really fun. But for other people, it's like, ah, there's too much going on. I need to focus in on one thing. So I guess it's whatever works for for you. Mm -hmm. What are are some of your visions that you have for fame and fortune? I mean, I, I understand, like, you do a lot of, like, PR things, but yeah. what are, like, break down what kind of things people can find if they come to you. Yes. So, really, what it started out was to help with social media management. So, for instance, my father, he has um, an insurance agency, and they told him, you have to do uh, social media. You need to be doing it every day. And he was like, I don't want to learn. I'm five years from retirement. Like, I don't have time to do it. I don't know what it is. Just, he was actually paying someone else. And so, he transitioned it to me. And that, to me, I really was able to kind of take ownership of that and, like, really put heart behind it because I knew um, his business and and knew his clients. But um, to me, that's, like, the heart of what Fame and Fortune is, is helping these small businesses and individuals grow in the matter of social media, digital media, um, content creation. For instance, I have a client. She is um, an aspiring author. And she went to a book publisher and they said, well, you have to have a thousand Twitter followers before we'll even read your manuscript. And she was like, what? That's so like self-centered. And it is bizarre, but they really want to make sure you have an audience built in before they publish your book. So she came to me because she's like, I'm an introvert. I don't have social media at all. So I need you to help me grow it. So, you know, kind of making that plan of, all right, how are we going to get you to a thousand Twitter followers? And what are we going to do to get you there? Um, And then some businesses just don't have time to write blog posts. They know they need to be posting on their blog once a month, um, but they don't want to think about it. They don't want to interview the people. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's, I mean, that's why we have podcasts, right? Like we like talking to people. We like um, finding out their stories. So for me, that's just fun. Um, So it's a lot of digital focus, you know, websites, making sure those are optimized, social media accounts, but then um, content creation, whether that be blog posts, um, social media posts, and then even podcasts. 
Because those kind of knees are, are shifting as well, going mm. back to the shift. It, sometimes they're, um, I don't think it's as choreographed as it used to be. I think people want to see more realness. And sure. so that's a lot of the movement I've been seeing. Yeah. And Transparency. I, yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. I think it's a really great way to, you know, I guess resonate with people too. Do well, you see that? So much of that is, um, you know, being a resource. People don't want to see you push your product or your services over and over again. But if you're going to be a resource to them, then that's going to be something where they turn to you and look to you always. Um, you know, so example, a, a realtor, they don't want, we don't want to see your listings time and time again. But if you're going to give us home tips or suggestions of, um, you know, rent vendors to use whenever I do go to sell my house, or even if I'm just, I need a plumber. Like, those are the kind of people that we're going to turn to and look for on social media. And so I think that's really the trend is not just being your salesperson, because that's, I mean, sure, anybody could do that. But um, it's really being that collective resource that people look to. Well, yeah, and I think our social media platforms are now where we go to for answers. Mm. I mean, I'm, I will go through, if we're eating dinner in a new city, I go to Instagram before I go to like a Google search or yes. like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even touch Yelp with this point anymore. I'm like, nope, I need to know what's the food look like, who ate it and who, <laughs> who enjoyed it and who'd have for your server. Like, yes. And th- those are all things that you can find, you know, on your platforms. And, and so I think it, you being able to have a pulse on that and being like the realistic, like, okay, this is social media 2.0. Mm this is where we have to go with this. And mm-hmm. you're not afraid to grow and change because you are quick-footed and you can be, you know, quick with who you are. I mean, right now it's just you on your team. Yes. Do you foresee, like, growing your team? Is that something that, like, down the road you're interested in doing? Again, or? like, I would have, if you'd asked me that six months ago, I'd been like, no, yeah. no. But now I've just learned to not say no anymore yeah. <laughs> because, like, I don't know what I'm up for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I work with a graphic designer kind of, like, on a freelance basis. And so, you know, I could see that eventually moving into a full-time role. Um, and gosh, like, the sky's the limits, you know, like there really is, um, so many projects that I kind of come up with, with, I'm working with clients. I'm like, Oh, but we could do this. Oh, we could do this. And so really time is the thing that's keeping us constrained to be able to do that. Um, so yeah, I think there is, um, a lot of room for growth and being able to make that, um, kind of just a a complete media package for clients to come to, um, that, that would be a really, Cool, yeah. cool goal to achieve. <laughs> That's awesome. So how many, uh, how many clients do you service at the moment? Um, I have about 10, um, and that kind of goes back and forth. Like, for instance, that author I told you all about, um, you know, once we get her to that thousand mark, she's good. Like, she's going to go on and try to get mm-hmm. to uh, get her book deal. And then maybe that will be something that I help with down the road. But that's not going to be something that stays with long term. So I definitely have my long term clients. But then I have a few that kind of are project basis that come and go uh, every couple of months. What's the mm-hmm. coolest thing you've been able to do so far? Oh, wow. Um, it honestly was my very first project in in the fame and fortune world, um, I went to Beverly Hills and I got to work the red carpet for an award show. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I have so many questions amazing. already. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it was amazing because um, uh, Leah Renna. Uh, I and, love her. Uh, Me too. Wow. And Cheryl Crow performed during the event and she's really short. I just like felt very on her level. Right. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And really just getting to work with the media as they were interviewing all the celebrities that were there. Um, Did you all watch Shits Creek? 
Yes. Uh, I've watched it a couple times, yeah. So um, they yeah. received awards, and so they were all there. I mean, just, like, fangirling all over the place, but yeah. um, that was a pretty cool event. So, like, I like taking on these projects, because it's like, sure. yeah, I'll go out yeah. to L.A. for a couple of days and work so red who, carpet. So who were you working that event? Like, who's, who was your client that you That was for? the Alliance for Women in Media. They're oh, based okay. in Lexington. Cool. So. Yeah. Wow, that's Look really you. Neat. First one out of the gate, you're like, okay. okay. Uh-huh. No sure. wonder you're like, I'll say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say yes from now on, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, though, how different publicists are in L.A. versus Kentucky. Oh, you know, sure. they're, you know, just a whole nother world, whole nother, yeah. whole nother ball game there. So yeah. uh, it's, it's interesting to see the dynamic change. And right. Think, I like being in Kentucky. Right. <laughs> These are my I'll real go people. there yeah. whenever y'all need me to, but I like being here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We have feelings about L.A. as well. Oh, so many. Yeah. So many. Um, we're more <laughs> New York girls than we really are LA girls. Yeah. Which is, you I know, you. I was that I, I was surprised by that. I've mm-hmm. always envisioned myself. I'm like, I totally could be LA. And then I got to LA and I was like, get me the F out of here. <laughs> like, I gotta go. Did, didn't find a lot of love. No. Not, not so much. Um, so you have this new company, which, uh, how did you come up with the name Fame and Fortune? Uh, my grandmother came up with it for me, which I love. Oh. Um, we are kindred spirits and um, she just kind of always checked in on me during that time of unemployment. And she's like, what are we, you know, what are we thinking next? What's going on? And I said, you know, I want it to be PR and I want to be able to help people get that media exposure that they're looking for. But then, you know, there's some people that don't really need media exposure. They just need help with their social media. She's like, what about fame and fortune? I want fame and fortune. And I was like, yeah, that's it. I love I like it. it. So yeah. um, it just... <laughs> To me, it just encapsulated what I do, and, and it allowed me to be able to um, expand and have lots of offerings within that under that umbrella. Yeah, because it wasn't just it. a defined yeah definition of what you had to be. Yes. Because I could yeah. be everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you need? I'm a one-stop <laughs> shop. I'm a one-stop shop. <laughs> right. This is great. And a slight pivot. So, as I mentioned before, you have a podcast. Yes. And we talked off-air about, you know, signing up for this mm. and sometimes what that means. Like, it's like having children sometimes. Like, it sounds all great, <laughs> but, then, yeah. but then it's a lot of work than what you more might agree to. I don't think people realize it. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing. It sounds fun. And even, like, with a blog, people are like, oh, yeah, I need, you know, five years ago, it was like, I need to have a blog. And, you know, even then they realize, like, okay, two months into it, oh, I have to post every week or every month or whatever you set mm-hmm. up to be. But this is a whole nother level of that. I mean, you've got technical issues that you run into more often than you than not. And um, I shared the editing part for me is the struggle because mm-hmm. it's like love having the conversations all day long, love coming up with people to talk to and coming up with the questions. But it's that editing part that, you know, you have a 40 minute episode and it's going to take you two or three hours to get through it if you are going yes, piece girl. by piece. Yes. <laughs> Which the um, type A perfectionist in me like spent way too long on that at the beginning. And now I've gotten mm-hmm. to the point of like, all right, we're going to have some ums in there. We're going to have some us and whatever. We'll move on because it's a <laughs> right. real conversation. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, teach a intro to podcasting class locally and then now online. And that is something that I share so often because I really don't want them to get into this. I think it's a great um, platform to share your message. And there's a lot of different mediums that um, work for certain messages, but for longer content, um, you know, interviews, a podcast is the way to go. Um, but I also don't want them, don't them to have bad expectations and to go into something that 
isn't going to to work and two months into it they want to quit because that doesn't serve anybody Mm -hmm. so um yeah i'm very specific about um the struggles that you encounter but also there's a lot of highs that come from it and a lot of wins and i've had a lot of um, doors open for me because of the podcast and really during those times of layoff it was those interviews that I had to look forward to. And, it, you know, the business leaders that I've had access to, I, I talked to a lot of people that have been brave and, and taken chances. And, um, you know, it only took me three years to finally listen to those and take the chance myself. But mm-hmm. um, that really kept me going and, and inspired me. So I'm really glad that I went down that path and am, am continuing to do it because um, for me, it was it was the the light in the darkness. Yeah. It is have, tricky. Have you ever deleted a recording? Yes, a live. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. yeah. No. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, those suck. <laughs> no, uh, conversations have, you know, they sometimes they'll start out and you're like, where is this going? Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end and it's like, all right, okay. well, I mean, I may not be able to find glim, gleam any type of information from it, but somebody might be able to. So, right. um, you know, I'll leave that for, for them to decide. But yeah, they're, they're definitely those conversations, those live events that you're just like, yeah. oh, hey, did this happen? <laughs> or yeah. just the fact that sometimes like the energy is not there mm-hmm. those certain days. I've mm-hmm. had, we've had that. Um, yeah. I think the, have? um, the ones where we may be like super duper excited to talk to this person and it may not have come out mm. like it may not have been like quote unquote like a well received or like a heavily downloaded episode. Um, and those are, you know, fun. But like we always go back to like, well, we always talk to people that we want to talk to. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's having a conversation with people that we're inspired by or we're just really intrigued by. Yes. So whether or not other people find that interesting, we're like, this was really an episode for us more so than anything else. But <laughs> isn't it interesting? Like the guy episodes are usually the most popular. And, like, I don't have a lot of guys on my show just, again, mm-hmm. because I'm drawn to the women that are very inspiring and I want to talk to them and hear their story. Um, but, you know, occasionally I'll have those guys on. And then they're the ones that are, like, the most popular. And I'm like, okay, right. that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get it. But, um, gosh, like, it, it, if you stick with the – if you watch the stats and you – are like so focused on the downloads like it can get really discouraging yeah because then you're like what i spent all that time and all that energy but i'll tell you all i just interviewed a doctor um from a book that i read and she was so inspiring she's all about like being off birth control pill and like having this holistic lifestyle it's just so inspired and i talked to her and um, we had the interview. And then after the interview, I asked her personal questions and she answered them. And I just thought to myself, like, in what other world do we get to have access to people like this and get to ask them questions? Good point. Yeah. Like, that is unreal. And like, I'm so blessed that I, I have the job that I have. And I know you all feel the same way because like, that's really cool. Yeah. And when else would we be able to to have that access. Well, because you put these headphones on and they're like magic sometimes. <laughs> they give you that power. That, right. Know, yeah. And then you, like, you're going in. And what I've always found is that that is when people really open up because they're looking over it and we're mirroring each other. And mm-hmm. you're like, okay, you're, you're being vulnerable. I can be vulnerable. We are in like more of a studio space. So we've noticed that this space offers a lot of sure. like, permission. We do show people get really comfortable and very open in the closet. Like, you know, when you think about where you've had breakdowns in your life, you're like, mm, sometimes I'm on my Most closet floor. Like, yeah. Or like, uh, for sure. Yeah. A lot of tears in this carpet. <laughs> yeah. So we really enjoyed that. And then we also, we sometimes just ask 
these guests that we would think actually Shannon does. Shannon has a lot of balls sometimes. Like she just goes out and ask and I'm like, you ask this person like and they say yes. I'm like, good ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? That's why you all work so well together. They balance so, each other. I'm like, okay. 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 Yeah. You just yeah. went for it, didn't you? Uh, so it's, it's, and I always go back. I think people want to share their story and if I always mm. just kind of remember that then I'm like, okay, but I'm always like, we're not ready. Okay, we're ready. <laughs> we got to be ready by 10 o'clock on Monday, girl. <laughs> There's imposter syndrome going on, too. Like, yeah. I definitely struggle with that of, like, who am I to ask this person, like, to come on my show to talk to me? Like, and then it's it's amazing. But then they yeah. want to be on your show. Yes, right. To talk about their story for your listeners to listen to. And then they but, say, yeah. thank you so much. I'm so honored. It's like, like, no, no, no. Like, cut this reversed. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a really cool experience. Yeah, it is. And I I love that it's something, I don't think it's going away. I think it's only on its way up even more and more and more because it is becoming a part of our everyday lives. Yeah. It's saying like, it's an interest now. Hiking, podcasting. Like, I mean, it's like, it's it's the new hiking. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is a conversation I had at tailgate um, last week. It was, what what shows are you watching and what podcasts are you listening to? Like. Shit. Okay. <laughs> and the advertising revenue is like tripling from 2019 to 2020. It's tripling. Oh my gosh. I mean, insane. so yeah, you're right. It's not going anywhere. No, and no. brands know that. And they're definitely capitalizing on ways to be able to incorporate themselves into these. Well, episodes. if anyone's listening, <laughs> we would love to help you out. And also on the Selfish Podcast, she also. Selfishly. Would like yes. yes. <laughs> I would. We both. Hit us up. Really love it. So, how did you come up with the name? selfish um given that i came from the international spa association that was one of the public relations roles i had um, in lexington um so i got to travel the world and hear from these self-care experts and i was literally taking my phone out and recording voice memos and then like texting them to my friends and family like oh my god you have to hear what the speaker said it was amazing and then like it dawned on me you could make this a podcast Mm. But I actually suffered with that imposter syndrome for about two years. Like, I recorded episodes and then edited them, and then I was like, oh, my God, people are going to laugh at me. Like, this is this is not something I need to be doing. No, not Allie. No, this is not for me. And then somebody would say, like, oh, I can't wait to hear what that episode is that you when you talk to so-and-so. I'm like, really? Like, like you really? care? <laughs> so then, you know, I'd get a little bit of, you know, energy back. And so it, it really took me two years before I released my first episode. Um, and I've been podcasting now for three um, but just coming from that spa industry, I was just so passionate to hear, um, those stories of those experts that would say like, yes, you do need to focus on you because you can't take care of everybody else unless you are yourself full. And so I just really wanted to deliver that message. I'm not myself a mom, but I had so many friends that were moms or are moms. And, mm-hmm. um, I felt like they didn't uh, practice that. And I, I know it's a lot easier to um, preach it than to practice it, but um, I just really wanted to encourage them and, and give them that message of hope and saying like, yes, it is okay for you to take time for yourself and you should be doing that so that you can love your family better. Um, so it just kind of seemed to really fit and, and kind of spin that um, that mentality of selfishness as being mm-hmm. a negative thing and making it more of a positive thing. I really like that because, yeah. again, it can encompass a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you're not holding yourself to one little branch. Right. You've got right. all of it. You get the whole tree there. Yeah, because it really did start as, like, self-care experts and, like, how to practice self-care. But, like, I think now pe- people have a pretty good handle on how to be, you know, yeah. selfish and well, practice and I, self-care. I think 
even filling up your, you know, your entrepreneur bucket or just like buckets outside of physically taking care of yourself or yes. your children. Like you've got to, there's so many muscles that you have to flex. And if you don't work them out, so to speak, then you lose them. So, yes. I mean, I love that you've got such a wide variety of guests on your show, which again, because there's, we have so many different spaces that we pull into every day mm. as human beings, yes. not just parents or not just women. But I mean, I love that you offer something for everybody and you know, it fills up every bucket that you have, not well, thank just, you, you know, self-care bucket. <laughs> well, it's, it's so fascinating what we can learn from people that maybe aren't in our industry at all, but are yes. achieving amazing, great things. And it's like, well, yeah, I can, I can do that too in my own little world. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, we can always learn things from other different, um, categories going on. Yeah. Something else I really like about your podcast is that you release in seasons. Mm -hmm. So, which I think is really smart where if you're just recording, you know, nine episodes and then you drop them all, I'm like, well, look at that. Then she's got all this time to do all the other things. (laughs) It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Walk us through that. Because, well, I mean, for you all, like you understand, like when you put yourself in that limitation of, okay, weekly episodes, like you got to, got to crank them out. And that's something I teach my students is like, don't set up that weekly um, duration and then miss a week or miss two weeks and then just kind of drop off because your listeners really um, trust you based on that pattern that you're delivering. Um, So for me, it was a way of getting out of that pattern. And I kind of, um, you know, Netflix releasing batches of seasons was really hot whenever I started. And so I thought, all right, well, I'll do the same thing and just release Mm -hmm. it. People can binge listen. Um, But it also gave me that flexibility of like, okay, now I'm going to take two months break which can lead to three months and four months because, again, I, I get that um, backup of editing. So there is pros and cons to it. I do sometimes wish I had that kind of standard of, like, mm-hmm. keeping up with it on and a weekly basis. It's a stop and restart and stop and restart. So it yes. kind of, you know, it, it breaks it, the momentum. Yes, yes. It definitely breaks that momentum. But, um, you know, I think, it, it again, it, everybody needs different kinds of podcasts. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's all kinds of listeners out there looking for different things. So, um it's nice to be able to offer something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. A lot. What are some of your favorites that you're listening to right now? Um, I, <laughs> sorry, I keep looking over and we have the same like um, hand placements. Like before we were both sitting cross-legged like this, our hands crossed. And now we've got our hands on our hips and now Ellie's got her hands on <laughs> Just very comfortable. We're mimicking each other. Yeah, it's mirror. Wait, I told you it was mirroring. I know. So it is. you mirrored the piece of next to. I'm like, okay, okay, hold but on. But I did have like, yeah. I, I'm gonna switch it up. No, I read this um this thing that people you'll know that you've built trust in people when mm. you start to mimic their um like traits, like physical traits, or if they're you know hand on the chin, and then you put your hand on your chin. You're like, oh, see, we we have established a great connection here, ladies. This is great. <sighs> Building so much trust. I know. The things wow. you read in the bathroom. This is a comfy <laughs> environment. It is. <laughs> no, I, I I would say the one that like is really motivating me right now is Gary V. Do y'all know Gary V? Yes. I've never heard of him. Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know Vaynerchuk. Jab, 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 right hook. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he has his podcast, The Gary V Experience. And uh gosh, he just like He's great. He just gets you like to think outside of that box mm-hmm. and um, is he more mo- motivational or is it more, you know, he, like, he's, life? he's really trying to build that media brand as well. And so he does talk a lot about social media. He does talk a lot about, you know, kind of just do it, just get out there and do mm-hmm. achieve your goals mm-hmm. and achieve your dreams. And don't worry about those numbers. Don't worry about what other people think. Um, so kind of breaking down that, 
those things that are holding you back. But he is very um, kind of um, forward thinking about where things are headed and um, the trends that are coming. So that's always like cool to hear because it's like, all right, yeah, I can kind of see where that would work and uh, what can we do to get ahead of that? He's a good one. I like him. I loved his book. That was one of the Mm. first things I read five years ago right before I started print, I was like, oh, well, this just makes all kinds of sense. Yes. Every, you know, every capacity, in which a lot of that stuff still holds true, you know, five years later. Yes. He literally wrote the book. (laughs) It's great. (laughs) Anything kind of off the self-help wagon that you're listening to? You know, I listen to this. Which are kind of like guilty pleasure. Um, So S-Town, I still go back to. Such a good one. I mean, this American Life is always got, and I mean, it's the same creators, but mm-hmm. they've always got just the coolest stories and just the craziest twists on things. Like, I listened to one the other day, and it was, um, they followed the presidential candidates um, through their debates, like, early on. And just, like, the crazy things that people would say to them, like, specifically in Iowa as they were um, going through the Iowa caucus and, um the hotel uh, desk clerk was like, oh, you're running for president? Huh. I don't think I ever... You go, girl. Like, (laughs) just like, what? Like, that happened? And just because a reporter followed along and, like, captured that part of the story. But, like, those are the stories we don't hear about on the media. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think that's really cool to hear those behind the scenes, which is why I think S-Town, like, resonated with so many people because that's a story you're never going to hear any other way. I really want Netflix to make this into a series. (sighs) You know they will. And I think Woody Harrelson needs to play the character. Yes. I feel like (gasps) that... Oh, Please make this into a show. I loved it so much. That's such a great great. idea. I love that. Have you ever, um, do you, or do you listen to, and that's why we drink? No. Okay. These girls are, have you listened to this yet? No. It's great. It's true crime, but it's also. I'm never in my car by myself anymore. So like, I need to, I need to be in my car by myself more. (laughs) Um, It's true crimes and paranormal, paranormal activity. Wow. Okay. Sign me up. It's great. I'll give you the a, a good one to like start with because the, the one that I listened to, I was like, wait, what? I mean, I sometimes I listen to him when I'm by myself in the grocery store, mm-hmm. and like I needed like a good like 45 minute one, so that's the one I picked. But I was like doing extra laps around because I wasn't finished yet, and I was like, I can't stop listening. <laughs> like, it was so good. Wow, that's <laughs> yeah. a good sign. That's yeah. a really good sign. <laughs> yeah. So that's I, I, I haven't listened to it yet. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, you are really good about keeping up with the new podcast. I'm like, I'm just trying to listen to our own. I know. Every download counts. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> no, no. I'm like, what did I talk about? What did our guest say? I think because I do all the editing, so I hear it before, usually before you hear it. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. But then I always hit the download, so we get the download. <laughs> do you all cringe at all when you listen back to yourself? In the earlier In the ones, early I ones. do. Now, not so much. What about you? Which, if you weren't doing yeah. it, like... You, you, everybody does that in the yeah. beginning, right? You know, that just yes. means that you grew and you're better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, ca- I can hardly listen to myself, which I'm not normally one of those people, like, you know, being on TV and radio, you know, it's like, whatever, you get over it. But, like, still, I listen back and I'm like, oh, my gosh, why did, why does that? <laughs> yeah. I think that I've, we've seen so much growth mm-hmm. with it, and we've had a lot of different people come to us, like, with critiques, which, honestly, we take... Yes. So well. Yeah. I That's think you good. Have, I think you have to. Yeah. Any kind of feedback you can give us, whether positive, negative, whatever it is, like, you can only grow mm-hmm. when you know. Mm-hmm. So if it's just, like, in the dark, then you're like, I didn't even realize I did that. Mm-hmm. But thanks for pointing that out. Yes. Appreciate and using it. your own discernment about how you would like to be perceived 
Mm-hmm. So that has helped us too. Yeah. Still working on that. I mean, I think it's always a big hurdle to kind of like go over those those little humps. Yeah. And I think so. you also have to be in the mindset and ready to like sometimes when you're like, I don't want to grow anymore as a person today. <laughs> like I'm done. My no. emotional growth bucket no. is done. Yeah. Like uh, thanks. Thanks for your feedback, but not today, Karen. Like I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> Becky. Yes. Becky, I don't care. Right. I just what you have to say. Today We're good. I'm not growing today, okay? Well and I mean especially when it starts as a passion project. Yes. Like okay. Well, I'm just doing this because I really love talking to these really cool people and mm-hmm. sharing their stories out. So yes. at a certain point, you have to say, like, yeah. this is, it is what it is. And yeah. until This American Life picks me up <laughs> and wants to run me yeah. as a series, like, we can we can think, talk about it. I think our yeah. series would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of slamming doors. <laughs> Overreactions. Overreactions. <laughs> I mean... Content for days. All, all, all the things. Yeah. And then it. we'll have Ali on. Mm-hmm. Like Should be our, our cool, calm, and collective guest. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> you are a really cool, calm, and collective. I know. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Is this you all the time? Um, you, If you ask my husband, no. <laughs> there are some slamming doors in our house as well. But yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been married? Four years. Okay. So he's seen the real deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oh, yeah. It, yeah. The newlywed is over. Right. It's the wed. And yeah. You're the in the wed. Mm-hmm. It's wed. You're in the wed. Yeah. <laughs> and through new business starting for him, new oh, business starting for oh. me. Like, you know, you've you've had a lot of life. And yeah. there's there's those days where we're both working from home and he's in the office saying like, hey, what do you think about this? And I'm in my office like, la, 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 la. I'm trying to write. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. And it's a whole other world. Like, you never even think you're going to go you there. You want to yeah. grow together, but also you're like, I can't grow with you right now. Yes. Yeah. Like, and can I? And I, I got to do this thing and I got to make it right. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It is the hard. things they don't tell you about when you get married. Uh, that union. I'm like, mm. remember there's a you in union. Right. <laughs> <laughs> can I? I'm just saying. I know my favorite is when we're both at home and because he my husband t- typically works like out of the kitchen because I have the office but he'll come in and he'll be like uh what you doing and I'm like working and he's like not talking to you right I'm like um and I'm not one like if you interrupt me and I'm in the zone like I get really flustered yes and I'm like yes. uh, um I'm sorry can we speed this up like he's like I just wanted to come in and chat and I'm like I am currently unavailable to chat at the moment Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm doing the things. I need you to turn around. I need you to go back and sit in your cubicle. Yes. At the counter. But that, but that is my husband's argument every time is, if we were in an office, I would be able to interrupt you. When you were in an office, people interrupted you all the time. It's like, but I didn't like it. Right. And I get to tell you when I don't like things. Right. So. Because I can't because See, this ring? told me I couldn't. Right. <laughs> it tells me I can tell you. <laughs> right. We are fully in the honesty of it. Yes. It's a no-go. We're in the, the trust tree, yeah. and <laughs> I trust you to know my bitch face. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't come in this room when you right. see this exactly. on my face. Yes. And sometimes, even if you're on your, like, your phone, and, and sometimes mm-hmm. you, get, you work from your phone, or yes. you're doing something from yes. your phone, and or I'm like, sometimes I, I write a note on my phone, and I write a lot on my phone. No joke, like a three-year-old, my husband's like, in between the phone <laughs> and, and me, you know, he's like, hey, what you doing? I was like... Damn. <laughs> you like, went all the way there. I'm like, you went in. Yeah. Like, you're going in. He's like, well, it's the only way I can get your attention. I was like, no, there's other ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're I mean, not getting my positive attention when you do that, babe. You're I was kidding. like, your big head. Right. <laughs> Keep it moving. 
Love you, honey. Uh, oh, they're, they're. It is. It's so interesting to like make that change and mm-hmm. to be at home and to have that be your place that you have to put away yeah. because I struggle with, you know, I am on my phone and I may be working and it may be 730 at night. Um, but also at nine o'clock in the next morning, I may be able to go work out with you. And so yeah. there's a balance of it. And yet you may not see whenever I'm working all the time, the off times that I get mm-hmm. during the day that yeah. kind of make up for it. And it's tricky too, because I feel like we'll probably have the same or similar audiences. Like your engagement happens at 9 p.m. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to be on my phone at nine o'clock, but if we don't schedule shit to go out at nine, then I'm like, well, damn oh. it. Yep. Now I have to wait until tomorrow. Yes. And you're like, Ugh. Yep. It's a pain. Pain. But, you know, it's what we signed up for, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's why they can call me. That's right. We, we do have a solution. <laughs> we do. We do. Um, so what's the yes. one piece of advice for those wanting to start a podcast? Besides what we've offered, mm-hmm. what would you tell those? They're like, I think I might want to do this. The um, secret sauce that I always say is you have to marry your passion and your expertise together to find that topic that's going to work for you. So if you are, um, you know, really good at investigating and kind of digging up details and then you are really good at something else, like marrying those two together to make them the podcast that is going to be magic because there are going to be those times where you're just dying to like get through that editing and those um, technical difficulties pop up and just really like derail you. If you love what you do and it's something that you were already passionate about before, it will make it a 10 times easier to get through and um, be able to come up with the end product. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's something that, you know, I always say if you are struggling with that, like ask on social media to your friends and family, if I'm struggling, you know, if I'm starting a podcast, what would you suggest I talk about? Um, and, you know, they might bring to light some things that you don't realize, like, you know, parenting, you'd be like, I don't feel like I'm a good parent, but maybe like you have innovative ways that people would want to hear about. Um, so I think it is interesting to get other people's feedback, but ultimately you have to love it and you have to um, be, have a passion in it um, to be able to to do it day in and day out. It's great advice. That is great advice. I yeah. would agree, agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, you all picked something that is... I'm not sure we're an expert on anything we talk about, but <laughs> I want to believe you. Just that have I to am. be an expert. On the show. Yeah, you have to just be a little bit smarter in a topic than the average listener to be an expert. So oh, okay, and that makes me feel better. I consider you all <laughs> totally experts. I mean, we got this. That's been a lot of fun so far. So it has, fun. and it is. It is really fun to see, not just the growth and downloads, because honestly, like I'm surprised more than two people listen. But <laughs> yeah, it's true. true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but also the. Like the growth of our friendship, and you mm-hmm. can see like the growth behind yours, and sure. so it's that is always uh, way more addicting yes. than anything else. Yeah, it is. So I would always say, if you just concentrate on your growth, or see it and realize it and notice it, even if it's incremental, then I and think the it's opportunities worth it. that pop up that aren't necessarily numbers or or money mm-hmm. even. Um, you know, I've been asked to MC events because of my podcast, or you know, there's connections that have been made that normally I, or any other reason would not be asked to do. So, um, yeah, there, there's a whole lot of opportunities and, um, you know, just opens doors for things that you really could have never imagined. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. I love that. What, uh, we like to end the show with a couple of fun questions. Um, let's see. Well, this was one that we asked a couple 
times ago, but do oh. you do you eat cereal? Yes. Okay. Do you like the milk when you first pour it in your cereal or the milk when like when it's just sitting in the cereal and like all the cereal's gone? You have that post milk cereal. Do you like the pre milk or the post milk better? <laughs> I like the pre milk because it's colder mm. and lukewarm mm-hmm. milk. Ugh. I mean, yeah. it does have the goodness and the flavor mixed in, but yeah, that that pre milk is. I'm with you on temperature. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always that. a temperature whore. Like yeah. it has to be like really super cold. Mm-hmm. But you like really hot shit in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> whatever Let that me, means hold on <laughs> hold on by really hot shit i mean like you drink your coffee like scalding hot and you like you just don't want the lukewarm you want your face extremes <laughs> like two minutes ago i said we've, we've there's so much growth <laughs> <laughs> and then we have you like really hot shit <laughs> in your mouth. i do yeah, yeah. oh gosh <laughs> and there we are um yeah, but I. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm also a polarizing person, so I like really. <laughs> it's very true. She is very polarizing. <laughs> oh, I, love awesome. you. I, I love know. you. I know you do. That's true. That that one will go down in me. That was gonna go on. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't answer the question. Do you like the cold, cold milk? Or- oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm pre. I'm pre, pre in okay. that post. I I don't know. I usually throw the old milk away. I don't really yeah, drink it. I don't usually do that either. Yeah, I'm always like, that's disgusting. And, and too, I'm always like a back-end person, so whatever that flavor is, leave them in the back-end. Mm. Like, yeah. Dan mm-hmm. bought the girls um, cereal bowls that had straws attached to it so wow. you could drink the cereal milk. But my kids don't usually eat milk in their cereal. They like a crunchy, mm-hmm. like the milk will, you know, make it soggy. Um but I, I looked at that and I was like, that, you know what? That's the smartest thing I would never use. But that's a really smart You didn't have innovation. No. Oh, God, we had all kinds of those growing up. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Here, I thought that was like a new thing. I didn't do that shit. I mean, I, I had 1988, so. Oh, okay. I mean, but maybe they revamped it. I don't know. They look pretty cheap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got the job done. It's not BPA <laughs> no, free. No, it's definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, so okay. how can our listeners find you, Allie? Um, I am on social media at the Allie Martin across the board, and all the all the places, all the places. And yeah. I want fame and fortune for fame and fortune, and then selfish podcast at selfish podcast. Of course, all the we'll things have, we'll have them all listed in the show notes, yes, of course. Yes. But it's always nice to get yeah. that. Click it in there. Click it in. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us. Y'all are dolls. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Help keep the CZL momentum going by rating our podcast and writing a review. If you love what you heard in today's episode, snap a screenshot and post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us.